Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 15th day of February. You're halfway through another week, Wednesday, which means it is the day that we put out our midweek Bible study. We have this every Tuesday night in Flowery Branch, Georgia. We will post those on Wednesdays at some point. Usually the YouTube video is up first thing Wednesday morning. The audio drops usually mid-morning, sometimes mid-afternoon. Depends on how fast things are going and what other things are on the agenda. But needless to say, before Wednesday is out, you have audio and video of our Bible study. We are in the book of Ephesians in that study, and I cannot recommend enough that you join us for this study. And if you want to catch up, I don't know, we're like 12 weeks in it maybe. Um, So go back. Just look for studies in Ephesians and they're in numerical order. You can just go back through our YouTube page, PWM, or you can go back through our podcast and listen. We're up into the second, almost out of the second chapter of Ephesians, and it's just been an exciting journey to me. This is the first Paul Pauline book that we've tackled with this group in Georgia, and it's been quite an experience. So I highly recommend it. You can find it. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, at some point today, you'll be able to find the audio of our latest from that. It happens every Wednesday. Okay, we are in Mark chapter 3, and as promised yesterday, we're going to deal with this phrase of talking about Beelzebub. So let me set the context up one more time. Jesus' own people said he's out of his mind, and that leads to Mark telling us how the religious leaders or the scribes viewed him, verse 22 The scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, He has Beelzebub, and by the ruler of the demons, he casts out demons. Okay, now on the face, this just sounds stupid to us because we're talking about Jesus. So to come into the room and say, Oh, this guy's casting out demons by the power of a demon, we don't even really give it a lot of thought. We just think they're they're. I use the word stupid. I'll say it again. We think they're stupid, or maybe if we're being sort of intellectual about it, we think they're ignorant. And that's the best we can come up with is go, well, the scribes are just ignorant. They just don't know. But if you're there watching this, Jesus' own family goes, man, he's out of his mind. The pace has been off the charts. Things are happening quickly. And the scribes, who by reputation are the ones who know the Hebrew Scriptures the best, in a world of extremely low literacy rates, scribes could read. In a world where very few people could write whatever language they could speak, the scribes could write. In a world where almost no one owned a piece of literature, meaning owned a book or even a scroll with words on it, the scribes had access to everything that they could get their hands on and were constantly searching for new things to get their hands on. Things that came from the ancient times. Things that were copied from other scriptures. These are essentially the Jewish scholars of their day. And to walk in and then make this accusation, while it sounds dumb to us, to the assembled crowd, it would have been like stone-cold truth if they walked in and said he's Beelzebub. Now, one of the reasons I say that is because they have Hebrew Scripture. And in the Hebrew Scripture, Beelzebub is a character. In 2 Kings chapter 1, 
There's a character referred to as Baal-zebub, who is a deity worshipped by the Philistines. From the word Baal, B-A-A-L, which is Lord, and literally, Zebub, fly. Lord of the Flies, which is, of course, the name of a popular novel from years ago. Uh, and that relationship was this Philistine god and the cult of flies, literally pests, flies, because they feasted on excrement. And the Hebrews would use the phrase Beelzebub as a pejorative for any religion or anything that they wanted to make fun of. Um, in fact, the Hebrew interpretation, Jewish scholars interpreted Lord of the Flies as a Hebrew way of calling Baal a pile of excrement. You can insert your word here. And then they compared any of Baal's followers to flies, insects, pests. To call Jesus Baalzebub is to do two things. It is to place him outside of the favor of God by making him no more than a Philistine god who they considered nothing in the pantheon of gods. But it's also to call him and his followers a piece of, insert word, excrement. And to do so quite bluntly. So they're not, they're not saying this most likely with a stern face, they're saying it with a smile on their face. And I don't mean they're saying it lightly. I mean they're saying it sarcastically. They're coming in saying, this guy isn't worth you know what. And we look at this as such a a crazy phrase, but... I want you to think of it in terms of them trying to describe to the crowd why Jesus is frenetic in this way. By the way, if you want that reference in 2 Kings, that's the story of uh, where King Ahaziah of Israel injures himself. He falls and injures himself, and he sends messengers to inquire of Beelzebub. And when Elijah finds out about it, He comes in and tells him, well, because you didn't consult God and instead consulted Beelzebub, you're going to die. So because that's in the scripture, when the scribes say this about Jesus, what they're actually saying to the crowd between the insult is, if you follow this crazy man, the same thing will happen to you that happened to Ahaziah. Because if you follow Beelzebub, they say... God will kill you. That was their, that's their quote-unquote message. All right. Now, Jesus is going to respond to it with his famous house divided against itself speech, which I think needs its own podcast because this is a loaded moment. Jesus hasn't said much since a few words at the top of the third chapter. And now he's going to go on what Mark will, what the translators give it, like six or seven verses. Mark gives him a pretty good chunk of time here. All in response to them, him, them thinking he has an unclean spirit. So we're going to get into a couple of things. You're going to get into the house divided, and you're going to get into the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. So good stuff coming up. We'll get started on it tomorrow. God bless.